Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, good evening. This is Mark Parham, your host for this evening, and welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, trying to be here to help you walk in your purpose. Starting at the new time of 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on its own channel, Cat Builder Radio Network. We got more changes coming to the future. I'll be moving to a two-hour format. We may go there today. We got a lot going on this show. But if you have content pre-recorded or live and you want to come on the show, contact me and let me know. Now, tonight's show, we're always focused on giving you the information you need to make changes in your life because we feel that information is key. With the right information, you can make educated decisions. So tonight, we're going to talk about getting your year in plan, in motion. A lot of you made plans at the beginning of the year, not sure how well those plans are working out, but I'm here to tell you there's still time to create a new plan, and we're going to talk about that this evening. So tonight, some of the night's show features, we're going to be talking about past and upcoming events. We have an event update tonight. We're going to have... Linda Horton and Richard Barnett, they're going to come on talking about the upcoming nonprofit Trinity Awards. we got a health and wellness segment this evening with Zima Lovefire talking about her new book, Getting to Know Your Food, How to Eat Healthy and Live a Good Life. Then, as usual, we got Martin Pratt coming in with Small Business News. Then I have a new guy tonight. His name is Ira Royale. He's going to be coming on talking about your personal and business credit. He's going to be doing his own show in a couple of weeks from now. We wanted to bring him on tonight so you can get a little taste of what he has. Then finally, we're going to be going to Mohammed Zaire, my partner in crime. He hadn't been on in a while, but we're going to be talking about putting your plan into action. Now, last week's show, we talked about the business of getting your business funded. If you have not listened to that show and you are looking for funding for your business, you need to come check this show out. You can go to capbuildertalk.com, listen to this show. It is so, so important because we have people on there telling you how to get funded. If you're looking for money for your business, how to get it, all right? So I want you to listen to that. We got a lot going on. Uh, past events, this past Saturday, I covered the first time home buyers workshop in, um, at Clarkson Library. And today I attended the National Denominational Leadership Conference. You know, Reverend Jesse Jackson was here with Rainbow Push Coalition. They had church leaders from all over the country here to discuss the conditions of America today and what we can do to work together to try to help us change the way things are. So we got a lot happening, coming events. There's no workshop tomorrow night at the Urban League. Uh, The next workshop will be Tuesday, September 6th. And I'm starting another business plan series on October 4th. So tonight... I'm going to be talking, 
you know, we got an event coming up, the Nonprofit Training Awards. It's going to be held on September 11th. And tonight I have one of the founders on, uh, Ms. Linda Horton. I'm going to bring her into the call um, so she can talk about what's going on with that event. Linda, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, Mark. Thank you uh, for inviting us on the show. We're excited. We're happy. And also uh, with me is Pastor Richard Barnett, the great host of the Nonprofit Trinity Awards. Thank you. Is he actually is he physically with you? No, he's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't see I don't I don't see his number I don't see the number that he says he's gonna call in from yet so maybe he can text you if he calls in from a different number. Uh, but we'll no, go ahead and start yeah, talking like, about it. Oh, yeah, he's oh, there. Oh, oh, he is with me. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you, okay, you got it together. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, uh, take, all right. Well, why don't you both, Linda, you introduce yourself and then your role in the event, and then, Richard, you can introduce yourself, and we can start talking about the event. All righty. Yes. Well, again, my name is Linda Brooks Horton. I'm the executive director of the Nonprofit Trinity Awards, where we recognize and honor small nonprofit organizations and volunteers do within the local community. And I'm actually Pastor Richard D. Barnett. It's an honor to have been able to be affiliated with Ms. Linda Horton in the Nonprofit Trinity Awards. Um, this will be the fifth year, actually, in which I'm the co-host. And I'm truly excited about September 11th. And I tell yeah. you, what you're doing is so important because, I, you know, I work with a lot of nonprofits, and there truly are some unsung heroes out there, people that are just working diligently to change the condition of the world. And they do it because they want to, but it's nice to get little accolades every now and then. So I applaud you and the effort that you're doing to have this great event. So what goes on during the night? What happens at the event? Yes, we um, start off at about 5 o'clock with the red carpet where folks get a chance to walk the red carpet, have their photos taken, uh, enjoy some hors d'oeuvres, and also mix and mingle, pass out business cards, also uh, meet new, um, you know, colleagues and encourage each other in what they do. Um, Then by 6 o'clock, we're ready to uh, start the award ceremony, basically where it is filled with entertainment, uh, excitement, and truly lots of awards for our unsung heroes. Yes, yes. Wow, wow. So so this did not just happen, like, all of a sudden. I mean, you've been doing this for a minute. So how did you even come to decide that you wanted to put something like this together? Well, I've been working uh, in the nonprofit sector for, um, gosh, about 35 years, and I know what it's like to have a small nonprofit organization to where you are working on a shoestring budget, making a great impact within that particular community that you are in. Um, You're impacting lives. Uh, People are depending on your, you know, services, a little daunting, especially when the resources are running low. 
Sometimes you get discouraged. Sometimes you feel like giving up. Yeah, sometimes you feel as though you're not making an impact, you know. But it is good that when someone can stop and say, keep up the great work, you are changing lives. You are making a difference. And that's what the Nonprofit Trinity Award is all about. Now, Richard, it must be great to host an event like this. So what goes on for you this, this, this evening, that evening of the event? Well, yeah, it is. It's always a great honor, and it's something that I really do love um, in regards to the Nonprofit Trinity Awards. But if you've ever seen, actually, I always like to say the Oscars, the Tonys, the Grammys, those are all good, but this is something that is just outstanding. During this time, um, myself as the co-host and the other co-host, what we do is actually – it is going to be a great program. We're going to have great entertainment. For instance, um, Lily Nicole McLeod, um, she was a season three X Factor finalist. We're going to have band singers. And what happens is actually we're introducing um, these performers, et cetera. But one thing also is great. We're actually going to introduce those that will actually, you have the drum roll, please. And what happens is those individuals come up <laughs> and they have their, their nominations. And what they'll say is okay. yeah, the winner is, but we know that everyone is actually a winner. But it is so awesome okay. because everything is sealed until that specific time when we find out who the winner is. So as a co-host, what we do is we just help to make everything just run smoothly, basically, and have just an outstanding time on that evening. And it's a great blessing, wow. and I love doing it. Man, I tell you what, I want to come out and cover this event myself on my show so I'm going to bring my camera, and I'm going to do some interviews. I'm going to be on the red carpet right with you. How about that? Come on, come on. This story needs, this story needs to be told. All right. So tell us once again yes, where is it and when is it so we can make sure to be there. Okay. Well, actually, it is September 11, 2016, and it's going to be at the Porter Sanford Performing Arts. You need to make sure you write this down. The Porter Sanford Performing Arts Center, 31, that's 3181 Rainbow Drive, Decatur, Georgia, 30034. For ticket information, go to www.nonprofittrinityawards.org. That's www.nonprofittrinityawards.org. And I'll tell you, you need to jump on that today because there's early bird specials, and we understand the early bird catches the worm. Those prices won't stay like that for long. <laughs> That's you know what? right. That's I, want you to, I want you to say one more thing. I called your number, Richard, and I'd like to quote that was at the end of your voicemail. I want you to leave us with that quote this evening. If you're talking about do today, whatever's don't, yep. so you'll have tomorrow. What others won't. <laughs> All right. Yes, I love it. All right. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I plan on being there. I'm going to get there early so I can start covering this red carpet. But uh, I just thank right. both of you for the effort that you put forth to help people know that they're not working in vain. And, they, That's you know, right. it's nice to get a little accolade. Not a lot, just a little bit every now and then. So thank you That's both for fine. what you do. We appreciate it. We appreciate you, Mark, definitely. So and right. we do want to give a, a shout-out to uh, Demita Joe Hampton. 
Um, That's right. She's always there working in the background, supporting yes, the she nonprofit is. Yes, she community is. awards. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And also uh shout out to uh, Sandy Pruitt, who is the nonprofit Trinity Award yeah. liaison. She is an yeah. awesome woman, and we give God thanks for her and all the nonprofit Trinity team uh, members. If it wasn't for them, we would not have an award show this year. So we uh, continue right. to be thankful for what they do. Yes, thank you. All right, mm-hmm. all right. So we're well, thank you. We're I look excited. forward to seeing you on the 11th. So, all right. Yes, yes, yes. We'll talk so to you later. We're Look excited. We want the community. Yeah, we want the community to come on out. Uh, you know, dress the, all, all the young men, all the men, dress in your your GQ look. Come looking fly. All, right. all the women come right. dress to the seats to the ninth, and uh, let's just have a grand time. Yes, we're looking all forward right. to it. All right. Well, you guys, All right. Well, I'll be there. So we'll talk to you later on. All okay. right, thank you again. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay. Bye bye. Right. See you there. Okay. And uh, you heard it. You got to be there because these people need to know that we care. They need to know that we're thinking about them. So be there on the 11th. I'm going to keep posting this on my website, on my blog pages, so you can get tickets to it. All right. So this is Mark Fire. I'm going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to take up the rest of our show with Ms. Nima Lovefire. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Cat Builder Radio Network. talking about health and wellness and I'm going to bring a young lady into the show. She has finished a, a great book uh, and you know she works with me down at the museum and she's been working on this book. I've seen her working on it and working on it and the book is called Get to Know Your Food. So I'm going to bring to the show Miss Zima Lawfire. Zima, how are you doing this evening? Hey, hey, I'm doing well. How are you yeah. and everyone doing? Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, everybody's doing good. Thank you for taking a break from your class to come on the show and talk about what you're doing to change lives. You know, this is a, a kind of the inspirational section of the uh, show. I tend to get people to come on and talk about different things. And one of the reasons I wanted you to come on here because we had this fixation with food, you know. And right. I just want you to talk for a few minutes about your book. First, introduce yourself and 
tell us the name of your book, and let's just talk for a few minutes about how people can change their lives just by eating differently. Okay, well, I am Zima Love Fire. I'm a natural living advocate, a food researcher, and I'm just into health. I'm a chef. Um, I'm a um, energy healer, um, worker, and all of these wonderful healing modalities that I do. But food is at the forefront of what we really need to be paying attention to because um, right now we're in an industrial food age where we're eating more preservatives and additives and food colorings than anything else. And so I wrote this book called The New Food Culture based on 15 plus years of my research in food and what's going on with our food and how it's affecting us. So I put it all in one excellent, quick, easy read. So you must have started writing this book when you were 12 or something, or what? You said 15. <laughs> you know, well, the thing is, somewhat, you know what I mean? Kind of indirectly. Right, I mean, right. you're laughing, but it's kind of indirectly because, you know, at the time I didn't know that's what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I was right. I was a sickly child. I was born with asthma okay. real bad. I suffered from okay. a lot of skin right, issues right. and all of these things. So that's what okay. made me start wanting to learn what I was putting in my body in the first place. And just okay. when I would start sharing with friends and family, they were like, oh, my gosh, I started doing these classes with the library system and stuff. He's like, you got to put this in a book. Like, people need to hear this because you have a different way of experience I've never heard before. And so that's that's really how it came about. So I didn't know I was doing research at the time for other people. I was just doing it to <laughs> keep myself healthy. <laughs> and it just okay, kind of went exactly. outward. So. Yeah. So, so let's talk about just a few things that, you know, a lot of times, and the reason why this show is special to me is because everybody at the beginning of the year, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this. It lasted about three months, and I'll be back to where they were. I'm trying to get them right. to start again, restart, do a new plan. So let's talk about a few things that you can help us with that people will start doing to try to change their diet and change the way they view food. Okay. Well, number one, let me say this. I don't promote going cold turkey with anything unless it's something that you're literally, you know, I mean, it has to be something really, really serious, like you're terminally ill. Okay. Because if you're 40 or 50 years old or even 30 some years, you've been eating a certain way all of your life. You know, I'm realistic when I'm working with my clients. I say, listen, give yourself 12 months to 24 months. Okay. To change because We're not talking about, I'm not talking about dieting. I'm talking about lifestyle changes, okay? So everybody wants to start over at the beginning of the year. You know, um, thousands of new accounts are opened at, you know, the YMCA and all these workout centers. Everybody's going to lose 30 pounds. Everybody's going to start drinking smoothies. Everybody's going to start juicing. And it's absolutely crazy. This is the reason by the time the end of March comes, everybody's burnt out because it's not realistic. It's not what you normally would be doing. So what I suggest is, you know, in my book, I give you, you know, things like, okay, let's, first of all, let's start with avoiding um, white bleach products. That's the first thing I tell mm-hmm. people to do. Fat out of your diet. If you, can, if you can try to cut out one thing, you know, at least one to two things a, a week or even a month, that's going to help you immensely. So when I say white products, anything that's bleached, okay, um, all the nutrients and valuable vitamins and everything has been pulled out. So you're basically left with empty calories and sugar and things like that. So you're not really getting nutrients. So if you find yourself gaining a lot of weight, it's probably because you're eating a lot of empty ca- ca- um, carbs 
and empty and empty calories. So that is going to be your your white that's your white bread, your white rice, your white flour, um, any cereal made from bleached white um, wheat products and white sugar. So you know, replace those things with 100% whole wheat flour, 100% whole wheat bread. You know, get in get you some um, some raw cane sugar, or, or go for maple or honey or stevia, um, things like this. You know, stop buying stuff that's not 100% juice. That'll help you out a lot. You know, this these tangs and all of this kind of stuff. That stuff don't have any juice in it. It's just all chemicals in a powder form that you're consuming and a lot of these things are very cancerous. Cancer is the number two killer of adults right now and the number one killer of our children. Children um, are getting diagnosed with cancer. Leukemia is actually the main one as early as six years old right now. So, you know, no. and it's because this is not what we, this is not what our grandparents used to eat. Um, this is not even the wheat that we're eating right now. It's not even the same wheat from 20 years ago. Everything is genetically modified. And the problem with the genetically modified foods, if you can eat organic as best as possible, that's going to be, that's going to work wonders for you too. Reason being GMO foods, which means that they've tampered with the DNA of it. So the problem with that is that it does have a longer shelf life. Um, a lot of times it's been mixed with other animals and things for it to live longer, like tomatoes are sliced with salmon cells so that they can um, live in colder temperatures for longer amounts of time mm. for shelf life, which is absolutely insane. But when you think about that, right. you know, and moving forward, the problem with the GMO is that our body does not recognize it as a food. It recognizes it as an entity that's like attacking us. So it's almost like you're eating a virus, right? And so what wow. happens is your body builds up this acute inflammation, okay, that starts to um, to build up. And before you know it, your organs are starting to shut down. You're getting attacked because you're not really getting nutrients uh, from your food. You're just eating but, empty stuff. Well, so, well, yeah, I can go on and yeah. on. <laughs> but, you know, that's where no, I would tell people to that. start. <laughs> yeah, that's I where mean, I tell start, people to start. So you're just saying just start one thing at a time then. Just, right, just you know, because I'm so realistic. Just, Most it, people, oh, go ahead. No, you, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was going to say people. most people don't really want to just clear out their whole pantry. I get that. But yeah. when you run out of mm -hmm. that white rice and you go back to the store, don't buy that. Buy some wild rice or some okay, brown gotcha. rice. You see what I'm saying? All when you right. run out of gotcha, that, that gotcha. Wonder Bread, get you some 100% whole wheat and start doing it that way, you know. And okay. just, you know, when you All run right. out of it, replace it with something better. That's where so you start and get your water get your in. Book. So how can people get okay. your book and have you helped them do this? Okay. So, yes, I'm available for consultations, meal planning, um, and all that good stuff. So you can go to the newfoodculture.com, which is the name of my book, The New Food Culture. And you can pull all of that up online as well as, you know, my next workshops that are coming up is also on that website. All right. Okay. All right. So, hey, you gave enough information. Take it one step at a time. So we got Miss Zima Lovefire. Go get her new book, Getting to Know Your Food. And it's yes. at the website. What's the website again? TheNewFoodCulture.com. The name of the book is The New Food Culture. All right, yes. right Miss Zima. Thanks for coming on the Thanks. show. And I'm going to have you back so we can do a longer segment so you can really break it down. Yes. All right. Yes, indeed. Right. Thanks for having me. Take care. All right. All right. You have a great evening. You Man. All you got to do is take it one step at a time. One step at a time to change your life. So, I tell you what, 
I'm going to bring on next. I got this James Brown coming with mind power. And next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to bring on my main man, Brother Martin Pratt. He'll give us a little information about what's going on out there in the world today. Brother Martin, how you doing this evening? I'm fit to be tired, but I'm blessed to be on such <laughs> You're you, you working too hard, man, but you're doing good, man, because you're working with those students, man, teaching them how to code and everything. I think that's fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Well, I think I'm, so, you know, as most small business people, all the news that keeps coming up about this politics, but I think that small businesses in particular really need to take, start taking a look as we get closer to the election. What uh, each candidate says they're going to do, I think that um, uh, Hillary Clinton put out a small business agenda uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, we might have missed it because it was on the 27th, I think, the old weekend. So we posted oh, on the Cat Builder, uh, Cat Builder Network Facebook page, and Forbes covered okay. it. So it's a Forbes article about basically less paperwork and bigger deductions, more tax credits for small businesses if she gets elected. And, of course, you know, as a small business owner, you have to be in it to, as you know, someone uh, over there at the National Urban League, you have to actually be a part of the conversation to uh, mm-hmm. actually make sure your voice is heard. But first got to know what the conversation is. So what what is the candidate suggesting that is going to happen for uh, small businesses and how does that affect us? And then, of course, in Georgia, we have some uh, local elections that are happening. And so the, even though we might be fatigued by the news, We've got to, as small business owners, look at both candidates, what they're saying, and uh, be a part of that conversation on a on a state by state local level and a city local level with these elections. You can't sit back if you're a small business owner and complain about the tax increase or the lack of bank loans or the lack of access if we're not active in this political process, even though we are already tired. <laughs> right, um, and then and we, we also posted. Yeah, it fit to be tired. We we also right. posted an article about uh, what the impact of the Britain exiting the EU affected small businesses in Britain. Just to kind of give people, you know, some people might say that uh, some of the uh, policies of Mr. Trump can be considered nationalistic and what happened to small businesses in Britain um, after they voted on their similarly nationalistic political stance, how did it affect what was happening um, to small businesses there? And they, they highlight three small businesses. One is getting shut down, one has seen an increase, and another one is kind of flat. So it's interesting, you know, just to give some perspective on some crazy stances that politicians can make, and but what, what does it affect right. everyday people, especially we're talking about small businesses. And then lastly, right. we have uh, a great article talking about which cities are the cities to that you should probably start a small business in or a startup. And, of course, once again, you know, our city, Outside the rest of them, <laughs> you got to say it. You know, the top five cities for startup founders, 
Atlanta, Chicago, Berlin, Dallas, and I don't know where this place is. I think it's in um, either India or China. Bing, bingo, you're off. Uh, so okay. those are the top five cities in the world, not just in, you know, Atlanta is number one in the world for startups. All right. So we're in the right spot there. We're yeah. in the right, right location. All right, man. Well, I know you're tired, and I uh, thank you for coming on each week, giving us this tip, this information, so we can get through the rest of our week and understand what's really going on. But I appreciate definitely. You. And uh, make sure you tell the listeners to follow a... uh, Cat Builder on uh, Twitter and uh, right. check out our Facebook page. All right, we'll do it, man. Thanks a lot. No problem. All right. Well, and that was the news for tonight. I mean, Atlanta is number one place to be to start a business. So you need to come check it out. Now, in order to start a business, one of the most important things about starting a business is getting your personal and business credit right. So tonight I have on the man himself. I did a workshop with him a couple weeks ago, and he was just so cool with it, just bringing it, keeping it real with everybody. I had to have him on the show tonight. And I also have him scheduled for a show later on this month where we can really get into it. But Mr. Ira, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? This is, this is Ira Roy. I'm all right, man. All right, man. Go, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. <laughs> My name is Ira Royal. I have about t- over 10 years of experience in the financial services industry. When I was in college, I worked with a company called Northwestern Mutual, um, and I sold life insurance. And after college, I um, was in, I was a personal banker, and then I stepped up to a senior relationship uh, manager where I did commercial and small business banking. Then I managed a branch for a few years. And then after that, I, I actually worked and still work for a credit bureau where I consulted with banks all across the United States was streamlining their lending process and making sure they were adhering to the federal regulations. And now I manage um, the data breach um, response and fulfillment team um, at a bureau where if there's a data breach that happens anywhere in the United States, UK, or Canada, my team fulfills upon that. We go in and we offer credit services to um, you know, mitigate that risk of people getting a hold to your personal information. So that's what I do is from a career standpoint. I, I graduated from the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, with a degree in finance, and I obtained my MBA at Mercer University in business management and finance. So that's a snapshot of my work experience and my education. All right. So let, let's talk about this. You know, last a couple of weeks ago we did a workshop. There's so many myths surrounding business credit and personal credit. Let's just, mm-hmm. you know, just pick – you know, the top two or three that you deal with on a regular basis that people come up and ask you that you're like, no, 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 that's not the way it is. This is the way it really, really means, and this is the way it is. Let's do some correction of this tonight. So I'm going to let you throw out the ones that you feel that are the most important that we need to deal with and get ready for. So I'm trying to get people to realize it's never too late to start working on your credit, all right, and – so I want you to go ahead and throw out some myth busters, as we call them. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the biggest myth or misconception that, you know, when people talk to me about their credit is they think they have an inability to affect their credit score, as in whatever those three numbers are, that they're just stuck with it. 
They, they look at their credit report, they see a five-something or a four-something, and they just feel like they're stuck like a duck. They have no control. They have no power. And I'm the first one to tell you that you do have power. You do have control. It's all about knowledge. It's all about being proactive. It's all about educating yourself on what you can do to positively, positively impact your credit score. Um, another big myth is you know, if I just leave it on my credit score, leave it on my credit report, it'll eventually just go away and it won't affect me. Eh, wrong. That's not true. You know, as long as it's on your credit report and it's re being reported as a negative account, it's impacting your credit score. Um, you know, Mark, one of the things that, you know, when I go speak to organizations and, and, you know, anything that I tweet out, I have this theme that I'm working with right now called death to the credit score. Let me talk about that for mm -hmm. one second. I say death to the yeah. credit score because we spend too much time focusing on those three numbers and not the behaviors, the skill set, and the proactive mentality you need when you're approaching your credit history and your personal finances. That's just like in a marriage. We spend too much time trying to get married and not enough time focusing on how to maintain the relationship. We need to move our minds away from those three um, numbers and move our minds towards the skill set and the behavior to make lasting and longevity impacts in our personal finances. That's why I'm running a campaign called oh. Death to the Credit Score. Hey, I like that. that that's what's going to be the title of our show when we do the show maybe next week. Death to the Credit Let's Score. Let's do it. I like that. All right. Let's do it. So people Let's just do don't you realize know? that it's their habits. Don't worry about the score. Let's worry about your habits and how you pay your bills. That's what's That's right. It's a trickle-down effect. It's a trickle-down mm -hmm. effect. If you get the positive payment history um, right, you know, if you get the behaviors right, paying my bills on time or before they're due, not using um, over 30% of my um, credit line, um, just the different foundational things that you can do to increase your credit score and just have a more positive impact in your personal finances, that credit score will change over time. It's not an over-the-night um, scenario or situation, but you're changing your behaviors. You're changing your mind, which will lead, to better, will lead to better results, and it's something you can pass down to your kids, not just you know, telling them, oh, credit is bad, and I don't care what goes on my credit report. You're teaching them how to actually make better decisions, how to critical, how to critical think, and how to um, you know, actually make decisions that impact them for the rest of their life. Let me ask you a question, Mark. You know, when we talk about wellness, right, when you want spiritual wellness, where do you go? You go to church, right? You hear the preacher, right. preacher talk about God and your relationship, and that's your spirit. When you want physical wellness, where do you go? You go to the gym. You do your push-ups, do your jumping jacks, right. and you run. Right. If you right. have mental wellness, right. mental wellness, you go to a psychiatrist or somebody, one of your best friends who you can talk to so you can vent, right? Hey, Mark, where do you go right. for financial wellness? Where are we going? They're not teaching it in the schools. Our bankers aren't teaching no, it. They're trying to sell us products. Where are we going? Right. Nowhere. Where do we There's go? There's nobody out here that's teaching us how to impact our financial wellness, how to, how to actually take our lives and make better decisions. You have great organizations out here like the Urban League, like Operation Hope, um, SCORE, and other ones that are trying, but there's no solid foundation or curriculum even in our school systems to teach financial literacy. And that's one of the major things that impacts people's lives for the good or for the bad. Well, I think you just heard your calling. I think it's on you. <laughs> yeah, you hey, need I'm to be there. the person that we go to. You know, we need, um, to, you need to kick you know, that off. That's what I was saying. We're going to do a show, man. Let's do it. I'm, I'm down to do it. This is what I've wanted to always do, you know, since I, I remember, you know, 
when I went to college and, um, you know, I had a lot of mentors that worked in the financial services industry and bankers. And from some of the things that happened to me when I was in college, such as people opening accounts in my name because I signed a piece of paper and wanted a T-shirt or a, a, a pizza, um, to, you know, getting my first credit card and making a huge mistake because I didn't know how to handle it. Mark, credit is not bad, but your lack or your, your ignorance on how to use it is what drives negative results. Just like a gun isn't bad, it's a person holding a gun in their attention and their lack of knowledge about the gun, right? So if we can take our kids at a young age, I'm talking about elementary school, and train them on personal finances, credit, um, daily money management, savings and budgeting, investing, and train our kids up, then when they become older, 20s, 30s, 40s, are making wiser decisions with being proactive and not reactive and not treating finances as it's a transaction, but they're treating it like a lifestyle. That's my point. That's what I want to bring to the table. Those are conversations that I want to have. Well, we're going to have you have a man. We're going to have you come back on the show. We're going to chop it up just about death to the credit score. All death right, to the my credit brother. score. All right. Thanks Thank for coming you. out tonight. Uh, next week, we're going to have you back so we can really chop this up and try to help people change their ways. All Let's right. Let's do it. All right, man. Thank you. Talk to you later. No problem. Thank you. All right. You heard quite a bit in the last 15 minutes, but you have not heard it all yet. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I'm going to bring in Brother Muhammad Zaire. We're going to start talking about putting your plan into action. We're going to talk about commitment, setting a destination, all the things you got to do so you can figure out where you're going. You're listening to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people, talking about real issues, facing small business in our community today. I'll be back in a moment. John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Cat Builder Radio Network. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. All right, this is Mark Parham, and we're back. I'm going to set the stage for this conversation that Mohammed and I are going to have. You know, at the beginning of the year, we all have ideas. Uh, we're going to have a new year. We make our New Year's resolutions. A lot of us put a plan together, and we really, really try to work it. But sometimes the plan ends up working up because we actually set our goals were too high, they were too lofty, something like Zemo said earlier. Sometimes we have to make changes a little bit at a time. So tonight we're going to talk about that. You know, I'm going to bring Mohammed on. We've done a number of shows together about working to change our lives and change who we are and develop a plan and to take massive action. So I'm going to bring Brother Mohammed into the show. Welcome this evening. Hey, Mark. It's a pleasure being here with you and with your with your audience. Uh, I look forward to our 
very heavy-duty, brilliant conversation coming from you and me as we kind of approach this subject of uh, why we're where we are and perhaps how can we get out of it and move to something a little bit more powerful. Your guests this evening have been just outstanding. Uh, I love your yeah, format. Been, yeah. You know, much much congratulations on that. And you know, one of the things that I just picked up, and I think we can we can use this um, as we move forward here, is that both the two of your guests, um, young lady who spoke about food, as well as the last uh, young man who spoke about financial credit, finances and credit, they all spoke about changing your habits. Right. Okay, we have bad eating habits. We have bad financial right. habits. Most of them come right. from an, a, a lack of understanding, either of food, what's good for you and what's not good for you, or your financial literacy. What's what's important? Is it the the three di- the three numbers, TransUnion, you know, Equifax, and and whatever the other one is, or or is it something more than that? And each of them said it's a whole lot mm-hmm. more than that. We're kind of being like hoodwinked. We're looking over to the right-hand side, believing that's where all the answers are, but in reality, it's over on the back. How does all that have to – how does all that come into play with what you're speaking about? You're absolutely right. I think the sister mentioned it, too, when she spoke about people going into uh, these New Year resolutions. We get all you know hyped up on a plan, and we jump on into it, but we're not necessarily prepared for it. So perhaps the first right. real thing we have to look at is this whole concept of what does it take to be prepared? What do you think? Right, right. No, I agree, yeah. man. What does it take? I mean, you know, it's like this, you know, I've been I've been a Boy Scout for so long, so before you went camping you made sure you had a haul, your best kit, your tent, your sleeping bag. There you go. You know, a lot of people feel like they're just running out here now. You know, and so let's talk about preparedness, you know, and I think yeah. you know, yeah. going along with preparedness of course is always your mindset. You know, um, yeah. what are you really yeah. trying to do? Yeah. You know, are, do you have the you're, right you're mindset right. for what it is you're yeah. doing with? So I, I would say the first thing in preparedness is getting your mind right. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about that for a few minutes. Just get your mind right. Yeah, I agree with you 1,000% on that. And, the reason, and, and let me say this. You have said in a number of shows, and I'm not sure if everybody really gets it, Um, I think you expect people to get it, but maybe they don't really. So let's concentrate. Let's zero in on this. You often speak to your people and say, you have to have that quiet time. You have to go dark. Mm -hmm. And they kind of say, yeah, okay. And sometimes you may use the word meditation, but that means a lot of things Mm -hmm. to a lot of different people. And they just don't quite get it. But guess what? Let me break it down another way. All of us, okay, have two parts to ourselves. We have an inner and we have an outer. The outer part is our body, okay? It's the physical realm. And let me simply say, this has meaning both on the level that I'm speaking and on deeper levels. So I'll just say it that way. So let me just say that we have an inner and outer. Our outer bodies, you know, represent our, our senses and so forth, our mind and all that kind of good stuff. And that's who we are in the physical world. And, and I'm Mar, you're Mark, I'm Muhammad, and so forth and so on. Okay, cool. But then we also have an inner self. And the inner self is actually bigger or greater or more substantial than our, than our outer self. And so what do we call our inner self? Sometimes we speak about it as our spirit. Sometimes we speak about it as our God self. Sometimes we speak, have all kinds of names for it. 
The most important thing to recognize, however, is that until we take the time to listen to our inner voice and our inner self, we will never be able to do all the things we are meant to do in our lives. So your concept of going dark is exceptionally important, and any form of meditation or focus is important because it gives us the opportunity to practice listening to our greater self, which is our inner self. When we don't listen to our greater self or inner self, anything we do in the physical world is marginally successful. Even if we right. think it's really successful, it ain't nowhere near how good it could have been right. if you'd only listened to some of that stuff on the inside. Right. So the first right. habit we have to break, the first thing we have to do is what you ask your people to do all the time. Take the time to listen to yourself. You can do it several easy ways. Let me give you a few. Get some earphones put or earplugs, put them in your ear, first thing. Put a blindfold over your, over your eyes with a scarf, a handkerchief, I don't care, any old thing. When you knock out your sight and you knock out hearing, when you do those two things, you will notice that you feel a shift in your body, okay? Mm-hmm. You're knocking out two of the major senses by which you discover or look or interact with the world. If you sit still, put your hands in your, in your lap, blindfold and put ear, oh, no, earplugs in, you will automatically put, be put into a dark state. All you have to do is just stay there and listen to what you can't hear, which is the silence. <laughs> All of a right. sudden, the silence has a sound, and you can listen to it. As soon as you do that for one or two minutes, you are now in a state of focus or meditation. That's, if, if you do nothing else, you can do that. And that will train you to hear your inner voices clearer. It also calms you down, reduces you, or brings you out of that stress level that we're in 98% of the day. The only time we get rid of stress is when we go to sleep. Right. That's the only and time the stress Sometimes not even then. Sometimes not even then. Right, you're right. You talk to me, you're turning. Some people wake up tired than they were when they went to sleep. You know? That's it. So tell me That's this. It. Okay, so we got a mind right. But one of the other things I notice when I'm working with people in coaching, I ask them where, they're, where are they going, and they kind of look at me. They're kind of hmm. living day to day. They don't really have a yeah. destination in mind. So I, so I think the other thing is, you know, once you listen to yourself, Figure out what your destination is. Where do I want to be December 31st, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think it's easier when we set a destination so we have a goal that we're shooting for, a place that we want to be, uh, and we can start working towards it. So I, I think destination yes. is an important thing that I think a lot of people overlook. They just kind of wake up and do what each day as it comes without really looking out into the future to make a plan for where they want to go. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Mark. But, you know, all this is like, a, is like a building blocks. They build upon itself. If you never listen to yourself, <laughs> meaning your inner voice, how can you ever know where you're going or where you should go or, right. or, or, what or what your experiences were meant to teach you? If you never take time to look at the experiences that you've had in your life, good and bad, to figure out what was the message, what was the lesson, then how can you move forward? How can you know what you, what's, what's for you around the corner if you, if you don't listen? So you're right. You have to create a plan. And guess what? Any plan is better than no plan. 
for because if yeah, you man. adopt the habit, <laughs> you adopt the habit of, of analyzing what you do. How did this help me? How did it not help me? Okay, well, I won't do this anymore. If nothing else, you can fail your way to success. Many people do. Right. That's what, that's what uh, Les Brown said. If you go in the wrong direction, just turn around and go the other way. Then you'll be going in the there right direction. There you go. Direction. But you have to right. go and in that, some direction, any direction. Right, right. <laughs> okay. So I think the, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And the third thing okay. I have down here when I talk to people, they make commitments to everybody else. They don't make commitments to themselves. You're okay. right, brother. They don't learn how to say no. And no is a complete sentence. It can be. But they make so many commitments to everyone else, but they don't make a commitment to their own destiny. And I think that's another key thing that when I meet with people and I'm trying to coach them on starting their businesses, that they kind of, they never really make commitments. I say, who do you make more commitments to? They say other people. And I go, wow, you need to start making something to yourself. Yeah, you know, we, we, we weren't trained to do that. That was called selfish. When you, only, right. when you thought of yeah, yourself, yeah, right. you were considered selfish. That was a no-no. Well, guess what? Right. I, I was going to go deep on you, but I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to simply say yeah, we, need to, be, we need to be selfish. We need to be about right. ourselves to, a, to some extent because if we don't do that, then we're living by somebody else's rules and wants and desires, and we never live by our own. So it's important for us. We're here for a reason, each of us. And our reason is to unleash our own individual potential. But the only way you can do that is by exerting that potential, having enough confidence that you're worthy enough. Maybe that's another little little key there. Am I worthy? Yeah. Right. People don't think that they're okay. worthy now. And yeah. the last, last two things I want you to touch on is collaboration, you know, having the right relationships. And the last oh, one will yeah. be action, taking the right steps. So oh, collaboration, yeah. a lot of times people are still running around with the same people they've been running around with, and they're not getting anywhere, and they wonder why. Yeah, <laughs> birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to know how rich you're going to be or how rich you are, take a look at the friends and their associates around you. They will be a ballpark, they will be a determination or a ballpark or a, uh, a, um, an indicator of how far you you can go because you usually don't go any further than, the, than your environment, and that's your environment. Right. So if you want to really go further, change your environment. Change the people you hang with. Make sure everybody's better than you. When you play tennis, you never play with somebody who's not as good as you are. In fact, you're, in fact you always play with somebody who's better than you are. Tennis pros, tennis players right. do that all the time. We need to do that in our lives. Spiritualize, be with people who have greater spirituality. Be with people who have greater financial literacy. Be with people who eat better than we do. That's that's where yep. the that's where the collaboration and teamwork. Collaboration. Yeah. So this this last one here is taking action, and I think this is something that we're going to be able to help people with because I would love to do yeah. some webinars. Some workshops on creating an action plan to finish out this year. But let's talk about taking yeah. action for a minute and where yeah. people make a mistake about the type of actions they take. Well, you, you know, I think once you, I think you, you, you've kind of laid out what our problem is, and you've also laid out the solution. And I want to say something just about that. Know that, know this: in this world that we live in. Whenever you have a problem, the instant you're able to identify the problem, 
in that instant, instance, the solution comes about. If you can listen, you can actually figure out the mm. solution. Mm-hmm. So you have already named the solution, and the solution is to do all the things we just spoke of from a different perspective. You know, take action on developing different habits. Don't just write it down. It's not something you just look at and read and say, oh, that's cute. That's nice. I did my job. No, your job isn't done until you put action into it, until you energize yourself and your environment to bring about the manifestation that you're looking for. You can't just sit back and say, I wish it comes. I wish it would come. I wish it come. It would be nice <laughs> yeah, to come. Right. No. <laughs> so, yeah, you, 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 have to, you have to develop action plans and actually take measurable steps. What is that? Uh, smart goals, uh, specific, measurable, right. um, attainable, right. realistic, and uh, right. time-sensitive. So if we right. do smart goals, which forces us to do action, we got a game plan. So, so I'll tell you That's what, right. why don't you and I plan to do a workshop, you know, uh, maybe in the month of September on, okay. you know, developing your idea and creating an action plan to try to help people finish out this year. If it already, to me, if you're already working, finishing out this year, you're already moving into next year. It's not that's, like you get started right. in January. You're already rolling. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's what we ought to do, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'd, I'd love to. to. That sounds good. Right. Find out what's good so on your schedule, other, and I'll make my schedule yeah, to right. accommodate you. So any other any other words of wisdom that you want to pass on to the people tonight? <laughs> because, I mean, you're, you're passing them on now on my show, but eventually, I keep trying to tell you, man, you got to do your I own know. show. We, we we'll, 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 we'll have a show. <laughs> we'll have a show. Right. Where I can go as deep as right. I want to go. <laughs> right. yeah. But the words, the word, the only words of wisdom here is is that. If you think that things aren't going right for you at the moment, take a look around you because there are people around you who can assist you to to do better, to think better, to feel better, and to accomplish more. Look around you. We're here. All right, Marvin. So tell people how they can get in touch with you if they want more information about how you help people change their lives. Of course, my website, your trusted advisors, plural.net. And you can reach me at uh, on on Facebook. Uh, again, your trusted advisors or purpose-led branding. But you can also just call me. I'm one of those guys that like to interact directly. So my number is six seven eight six nine eight six six zero eight. I like being uh, uh, direct. So call me or go All to right. my website. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you, so brother. Thanks for coming out, man. And uh, we're gonna have to take it in, but we're gonna do this workshop. So we'll we'll put it together and announce it and let everybody check it out. All right. Very good. Thank you, Bob. Take it Take easy. Care. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you heard a lot this evening. You heard about eating the right food. You heard about death to the credit score. You heard about the news, about what's going on in our world today. I'm trying to bring it all to you so that you can stay informed because, as I said, you can make better decisions when you're educated about what's going on in your life. So I want you to check out the Nonprofit Trinity Award coming up September 11th. I want you to be there. I want you to go there and support the people that have been working in your community to make things happen. I really want you there. So if you have any questions about it, contact me, email me. The flyers on everything that I'm sending out, I'll be putting it on my website and stuff. But I want you to check it out. 
It's just so important that we help and support the people that have been working in our community. Well, a, a lot of you called in with no problem to the new phone number. I'm on a new network now, Cat Builder Radio Network. Got a lot of things planned for you. But Ira's going to come on. He's going to be doing his own show. We might call it Death to the Credit Score. I'm not sure. I'm going to get Brother Martin. Martin to do his show. Uh, he has so much news and information. So I have so much in store for you. I am looking for sponsors. I'm looking for people that are willing to advertise because we're really going to take this thing to the next level. Got a magazine coming out here in a little bit, all kind of blog posts and videos. Everything's going to be happening. But I just want to thank you for hanging in there with me for the last few years and supporting me. It gives me the strength to move on and move forward with what I know that my purpose is. And that's to help you change your life and to walk in your purpose. So I really want to thank you for another great show. Thank all the people that came out this evening. And I look forward to our next encounter. this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash cap builder talk. We hope you enjoy the show.